This is the poem, Earth, written by the Reverend Mark L. Bellatini. This is our earth. It falls through heaven like a pearl in a glass of plum wine. There are no other earths that I know of. There are no other skies that we have mapped. This is our earth. The oneness who gave birth to it remains nameless. There was no midwife then to bring us word of the birth cry. We only rejoice that it is. This is our earth. Ice caps its head. Glaciers clasp its feet. Warm wind, like the breath of a lover, breathes around its breast. Mountains thrust up to the clouds, bringing joy. Storms blow across its shores, bringing fear. Silvery fish capture sunlight and bring it down into the deep as on shore valleys spread with ripening fruit. Cities teem with the poor and disenfranchised in the shadow of golden towers. Children live and also die. Highways throb. Monks sit in silence. Mothers work. Crickets chirp. Teachers plan. Engineers design. Fathers write letters. People marry with and without the blessings of law. People cry. They laugh and brood and worry and wait. This is our earth. There are no other earths. Before its wonder, philosophers fall silent. Before its mystery, poets admit their works are shadow, not light. And all the great names religious teachers have left to us, Ishtar, Shekinah, Terramater, Suchness, Wakan, Tonka, Gaia, suddenly refuse to announce themselves. And so we too fall silent, entering the time where words end and reality begins. The following video was assembled from clips made by members of the Climate Action Team. My name is Desiree Fair. I'm the team lead for the Climate Action Team. One thing that I do to help save the planet is I do my gardening using dirt that doesn't contain peat moss. Peat moss in its natural state is really good at pulling carbon out of the air, so it's best to leave it where it is and use dirt that has other ingredients. Hi, this is Art Color with the Climate Team. Uh, Janet and I invested in solar panels about three years ago. And since we did that, we have uh, generated approximately 15.3 thousand uh, kilowatt hours, or 15.3 million uh, watt hours of energy. Uh, we're not totally off the grid, but uh, it has considerably uh, reduced our footprint and it supplies much of the power for our electric vehicle. Hi, I'm Clark Reed McKee. In January of 2020, I started a vegetarian diet because I became concerned by the way meat production utilizes massive amounts of water and land and how it contributes to climate change with methane production and the use of fossil fuels. I have come to see it as a spiritual practice to concentrate on the use of 
fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts, legumes, eggs, and dairy products. This has prompted me to continuously consider what resources are required for the production of the food I eat. I see being a vegetarian as one way I can respond to global climate change. I'm Karen Klotz and I volunteered to check the websites for the cities of Kirkland, Bellevue and Redmond every four months and prepare a summary of proposed land use and environmental issues that require or should have public input, including applicable meeting schedules. I will provide that summary to the NUU CAT team for publication to the general community. Thank you. When I brought this holiday tree home, it was about this high. After I took down the decorations and planted it, it has continued to grow. I have planted over 30 holiday car trees over the years. It's also a really wonderful family event when you plant it on Arbor Day. Hi, Reverend Nancy here. This month we're focusing on what we can do to fight climate change in our individual lives. One of the things Clark and I heard about was Ridwell, which comes over to homes and picks up plastic, clothing, light bulbs, batteries, and recycles things that can't go in the normal recycling. Was it worth it, we thought? So we collected plastic for just one month, and this is how much we got in one month, that we could use Ridwell to recycle instead of this going into the landfill. So we pay $10 a month now. They send us this handy little bin, and we fill it up and we are able to do our part in contributing to fighting the global warming. been created by Desiree Fair, the chair of the Climate Action Team. Later this month, you'll have a chance to meet with Des to calculate your carbon footprint. But for now, please enjoy this presentation. Greenhouse gases are changing the climate, but there are things you can do to help. The average United States citizen emits over 16 tons of carbon into the atmosphere each year. The first step in controlling climate change is lowering emissions. But you don't have to stop there. There are things you can do to pull carbon back out of the atmosphere. You can take direct action, such as planting a tree, You can provide funding that supports programs that pull carbon out of the air, either by purchasing a carbon offset or by donating to a charity 
that helps others and tackles climate change all at the same time. You can help save the rainforest. Or help farmers plant fruit trees that serve as windbreaks, protect watersheds, and provide extra food supply. Promoting clean cookstoves reduces the amount of carbon released to the air and the amount of pollution released in the home. You can help farmers invest in sustainable agricultural processes that allow more carbon to be stored in the soil. Or help aquaculturalists store carbon in seaweeds and seagrasses. There are many ways to invest in green energy. If you're able, consider installing a solar panel on your home or participate in your local utility's green energy program. Alternatively, you can purchase carbon offsets that support green energy installation around the world. There are startups working on machines that can pull carbon from the air and store it safely in the ground. There are so many ways to make a difference. For more information, go to tinyurl.com forward slash offset discussion. Each month, we explore a new spiritual practice, hoping it might be something you find that can restore and resonate for you. Something that you might be able to incorporate into your daily life if you feel it resonates. Today, we will join in a guided meditation. If you have not done this before, I invite you to this time where we sit quietly, creating images in our minds inspired by the words that I'm speaking. Imagining is a spiritual practice that opens us up to the possibilities of things we have not considered before. So this is a good practice for opening ourselves up to new ways of being. Let us remember, each of us, we are of the earth. This planet is not in any way not us. So join in a time of grounding, planting ourselves back into this lovely earth. Breathe, breathe in deeply and breathe out slowly, twice as long as it took you to breathe in. Do this again, in, and out. Rest. Let your eyelids start to feel heavy. Plant both of your feet onto the ground beneath you. Start to feel the tendrils spreading from your feet into the earth that is eventually underneath them. These tendrils form a web. They intertwine as they force their way through dense soil, around pebbles and stones, around debris and other roots. Your tendrils ground you.
They feed you the nutrients of the earth. They bring in the fluids of the soil to satiate you. They communicate with others near you, binding you tightly to that web of life. You begin to grow. You are that seed cracked open with your first tentative shoot thrusting through the earth into the light of the sun so bright. Soon you grow so fast, so green, so tender. You send out leaves to catch the rays, to catch the rain, catch the wind, and all that is offered you. You grow. And now you have a bud, that tightly woven beginning of something that will blossom. What are you? What will that opening reveal? Imagine in your mind, imagining what color will you share with the world? A glimmering white, radiant yellow, a delicate pink, Will you be a dazzling purple? Imagine, imagine the type of blossom you will grow into. Fragile, papery petals. Will you be strong and thick petals, layered and intricate or single and discreet? Who are you? You are a flower from this earth. Sit for a moment, visualize this flower that you have become. See yourself, see yourself in the field, in the forest, the garden. Where have you blossomed? See the insects now crawling up your stem the spider nestling in your leaves, the bees feasting on your pollen. Breathe in and breathe out. Know, know that you are of the earth. You are unique. You are beautiful. You belong here. And now I invite you to come back to this place this computerized virtual room so far from where you are planted, but knowing, knowing you are a flower and a glorious bouquet of this congregation that blooms. This is a prayer of healing written by the United Nations Environmental Sabbath Program. We join with the earth and with each other to bring new life to the land, to restore the waters, to refresh the air. We join with the earth and with each other to renew the forests, to care for the plants, to protect the creatures. We join with the earth and with each other to celebrate the seas, to rejoice the sunlight, to sing the song of the stars. We join with the earth and with each other to recall our destiny, 
to renew our spirits, to reinvigorate our bodies. We, re we join with the earth and with each other to create the human community, to promote justice and peace, to remember our children. We join together as many and diverse expressions of one loving mystery for the healing of the earth and the renewal of all life. Thank you. 